Bright suns, you're now listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. Punch it, Chewie! What have we here? Hello there. Morning, Senator. Greetings, my We are the ones who guard the power. We are the middle, the beginning. <laughs> Conversation with the Star Wars friends on social media at SW Friends Show. That's at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the Star Wars friends at show at starwarsfriends.com if you have a comment or question you want us to read live on the show. Now, here are your hosts, the Star Wars friends. Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinan, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Show on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I'm ready to go. And joining me are my wonderful, amazing, fantastic Star Wars friends. This is Josh, and words cannot describe how much I've missed bobbing my head along to that awesome <laughs> theme song of ours and all those little Star Wars clips. Hell yeah. I was yeah. getting a little bit misty sitting here while yeah. we were while we it was going through. Yeah. It's good yeah. to be back. Yeah. Uh, this is Justin and uh, happy belated Father's Day out there to all you Star Wars dads. Even yeah. you, Papa Palpatine. Papa <laughs> Palpatine. Uh, this is Kyle and I am real life rebel scum. I don't just play one on the podcast for anybody who's curious. <laughs> And this is Maggie, and we are the Spark. Ooh. That lights the... Let's light it, man. Okay, yeah, I like that. I like that. Happy belated Father's Day, Justin. I, uh, yeah, you. you are the, the new dad of the show. I don't know if there's an old dad on the show. I mean... Vader. Unless we're doing dog parents. <laughs> That's cat true. Parents. I'm a cat. I'm a cat dad. Uh, but no, happy belated Father's Day, and uh, very excited for you. It's a special Thank occasion, you. and yeah, it's weird that you mentioned Palpatine, who is now technically a father and still yes. unexplainable, and a grandfather, and uh, <laughs> inexcusable, and a grandfather. Uh, it's. Yeah, I'm still shook by the Rise of Skywalker episode yet to be released. I know that that is just the craziest thing ever that I don't even know what episode. This is technically episode 39 and 40 or episode 40 or episode 39, depending on how we release it. But it it's interchangeable. It's an evergreen show. 40 from a certain point of view. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, for those listening, yes, we have taken some time. We have taken the uh, the right amount of time for us to get back into the the cockpit of the Falcon and drive this 
beautiful hunk of junk that we call the Star Wars Friends Podcast across the podcast galaxy. That's the cheesiest thing I've probably ever said. You've got it but where it counts, Chris. That's right. That's uh, right, baby. Uh, but we obviously, if you are alive in the world and you're a human and you're listening to this show right now, you know that there has been an incredible amount of social unrest and um, social change, social reform that is ongoing in the United States of America, where we are based uh, for any of our international uh, listeners, you probably are tuned into what's going on over here too. And I just want to be clear, um, this has affected all of us and uh, myself very deeply. I have been unable to talk Star Wars, right? You know, over the last month or so, I just, I haven't been able to talk Star Wars because the gravity of reality is so heavy uh, here in, in America. It has, you know, I'm 35 years old and I have, um, you know, I've, I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. It's it's a lot of um, experiences in my life, people I've been around that have been affected by what goes on in America, um, which systematic racism and and holding um, humans down. And to me, um, you know, I've worked in human resources for my entire career. I have chosen that field because I love people. I care about people. Um, I care deeply about everybody. And um, to see what has gone on in this country um, has just affected me personally. And I know it's affected everyone else on the show, too, to where the point that it just didn't seem right to talk about Star Wars. Um, Star Wars is the thing that does bring us joy, though. It is the thing that does unify us and bring us together. Um, we don't see skin color in Star Wars. We, you know, we don't see um, that negativity, at least not at least on this show or the people that we associate with. And that is at least the one positive that we can all rally behind right now is, is our love for Star Wars, but it just didn't seem right over the last month or so. It, um, it still weighs on me every day. I mean, it's, it's not gone away for those that are curious. Uh, it's still, it's still a lot of work to do. Um, but I'm really proud of everyone that's spoken out. I'm really proud of everyone that's tried to, you know, make a change in their own way, whatever way, or maybe they've opened their eyes to what's actually going on. It, it, that is uh, really ultimately the, the goal of these protests and getting the, the word out uh, as far as helping educate maybe folks that don't understand or don't see, or, um, you know, have a tough time seeing. And that's, for me, that's, a, that's, it takes a lot of energy, it takes a lot of energy. And I just didn't have the time or the energy to do this show. But we're back here today. We've talked a lot behind the scenes. How do we ramp up back up? How do we do it right? Um, you know, but obviously address what's what's really going on. What's really, you know, Star Wars is important to all of us, but treating people fairly, respectfully and um you know, ultimately fucking just bringing racism to an end in America is like, I mean, to me, like, like this has been going on way too long. So um, this is a very interesting time in the world. 2020 is a hell of a year, hell of a year so far. Pandemic and uh, now the the appropriate conversation, um, you know, 
uh, about social change that is necessary. So it's just, uh, it's a hell of a year. So I don't know if anyone else has anything to chime in on, but uh, it does feel good to be back. It does feel good to talk Star Wars. We've talked a few times offline, off the show, to try to get back in the mindset of of talking about Obi Wan Kenobi and Grievous's unicycle and uh, <laughs> you know Banthas and Dubaks and Blurgs and uh, Ludwig Gordonson's little recorder. You know, so there is a lot going on um, in the Star Wars world, and and we are back. We're back. You know, to hopefully, if you are struggling, you're dealing with something. We we hope to be that positive friend that you you might need to listen to to help you out. And we're we're always open to chat Star Wars, so you can hit us up at any time. But a good positive that came out of this too is we always talk about support the makers and the small vendors out there that make Star Wars merchandise. There are several that have put stuff out there, product out there, or any of their product that is going to very good social awareness causes mm-hmm. that if you purchase these items from them, a portion of those sales goes to those causes or all of it goes to those causes. So again, to reiterate, go out and support those small makers because it's not just supporting them, but it's also supporting some good causes out there too. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I just want to kind of piggyback on what you said, and I don't want anybody to think that uh, we're being disingenuous or we're um, you know, not worried about what's going on. Cause I think this is something that really does weigh on all of us. There's a lot going on in our country. And, um, I know I personally have been guilty of probably digging into the news and trying to educate myself and inform myself on the pandemic and all kinds of different social issues that are and have been coming to a head for a long time. And, um, I didn't want to talk about Star Wars. I felt guilty for even thinking about it. And, yeah. Uh, but at some point, uh, you have to take a break for a second. And I watched a Star Wars movie today, and we're going to talk about it for a little bit. And I think we all have to allow ourselves to be okay with that, too. Right. Uh, you can't just be angry and upset 24 hours a day. I think it's okay to be for like a portion of your day. And I think Mm -hmm. we all probably should, but you got to take a a break for a minute too. And I think I like, I have to allow myself to do that personally as well. Agreed. And and I can't wait to hear your take on Ewoks Battle for Endor. Um, oh, can't wait. Yeah, I've so. watched, that's exactly what I watched today. Yeah. No, but well said. Well said. No, you, you're right. You're right, man. This is, this is appropriate and it feels good to be here right now. Yeah. You got to take a break from it once in a while. Otherwise, it'll just weigh on you very, very heavily. And that's actually what I did on Sunday was I got up for Father's Day. My wife made me breakfast and I got to sit down with a cup of coffee and watch A New Hope. Hey, and there the you Disney go. 4K, which does look amazing. It's the oh, first one I've watched yeah. Yeah. on the it Disney 4K, crazy. and it looks amazing. So for me, it was awesome to see it just like R2 and 3PO walking through the desert. Oh, yeah. The amount of detail on the, the metal was just beautiful, and yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. So two notes about the 4K since you brought it up. Number one, I've mentioned it on this show. For better or worse... The first Disney 4K rip I watched was Attack of the Clones, of course. I had to watch what I perceived to be the worst visual Star Wars film. I had to see it in 4K. And it did really make a difference. No joke. No, not even not even trying to be funny. It really does look very good on 4K. But what was recently now that that was a long time ago recently i just watched like you watched a new hope to kind of relax unwind get back into star wars my movie was return of the jedi 
I put that on maybe about a week ago and watched it on Disney Plus 4K and it got me back into it. And and Mm -hmm. the 4K rip is interesting on Return of the Jedi because it really breathes life into Jabba's palace and sail barge. You get to see Dengar and you get to see a lot of the background characters you don't necessarily see on the on the special edition DVDs or Blu-rays. It's way too dark. It was too dark on the original stuff. So to me, that was that was my moment um, where I started. Okay, it's it feels my good. go-to's my go-to is ESB, but I had to go back mm. to where it all started. That's why I went to New Hope yeah. because I was like, I got to go where it all began and just yeah. start from the beginning. Yeah, I'm an Empire guy too, and you can and uh, like you said, Chris, it's it's dark and it's hard to see some of that detail, but um, some of that stuff on Dagobah and and in the when they're in the uh, asteroid monster worm yes. thing inside the where the Minox, you get a, yes. really, a better look at them too. Um, it really does make a difference. And I swear everybody knows the McClunky edit, but <laughs> yeah, I swear yeah. there's other little tiny differences here and there. Um, it, but it's hard to say like, oh, am I just noticing that different because of the remaster or is that an actual slight change? The the only thing, and I, and I believe I said this on our previous show, the only thing I wish they would have fixed in Return of the Jedi or any of the movies. I don't care about McClunky. That was just a weird, that was just a, was weird, a weird thing weird to do. Choice. Yeah. Like who, okay, whatever. But the one thing I wish they would have fixed is Luke Skywalker wildly swinging his lightsaber like a madman on Jabba's skiff where he's just like, just sawing at people and missing left and right. It's like, I know that it would be tough to do, but please, like, you don't need the force kick. You don't need him just wildly chopping lightsabers at people and missing wildly. <laughs> um, that to me is like the cheesiest thing in, in, in that film, but we're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about, we're, you know what? We're actually not here to talk about things that disappoint you. I was going to say, we could be, I yeah. guess. We're, we're not, you know why? Because we're here to talk about things that won't disappoint you. We are here to think about all the positive energy in Star Wars, starting with this jam right here. Set in the mood, baby. Oh, soak it up. Soak up those suns. Oh, I can feel California. (laughs) It's so good. You know, I am so happy to announce that Star Wars Celebration Countdown is back on, baby. 112 oh, weeks from now, Star Wars that. Celebration yes. Anaheim 2022. Join us I every week for Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> Only 112 <laughs> weeks. Oh, gosh. Two years. Long countdown. Oh, you're just, yeah, it's going to be part of your DNA by the time we get out to California. All right. So if you haven't heard the news, um, Sorry, uh, it's a global <laughs> pandemic and California is shut down. So um, here, we is this a surprise? Is this a surprise? No. Okay, uh, I'm not sure. I was, I was hoping for 2021 at some point. That's what I was hoping six for. Six months through 2020, that was a little bit of a gut punch, but mm. I am, was fully expecting it to be canceled. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying, start of the year, I told like two people that maybe I'd be able to go to celebration in like 2022. Oh, oh so you jinxed it. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I would have gone in 21 and 22. Right. Well, same. Right. <laughs> this is interesting. It is interesting. I will I will say this. I think the biggest surprise I got out of this was going right to Star Wars Celebration Twitter and expecting total annihilation. 
I thought that celebration was going to get blown up. They were going to get ripped on. But I, I think that a lot of people like us on the Star Wars Friends uh, had a pretty good idea that this was going to be canceled. So I will say kudos to at least the folks that I came across on Twitter in the comment section, uh, which is a deadly place, by the way. Don't ever hang out there. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be cautious. The, 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 the feedback was actually thanking Celebration for canceling. A lot of people were like, hey, well, how'd you forget your login credentials for so long? But a lot of other people were like, yeah, this is the right move. Thank you. I don't want to take my family there. Uh, whatever. Insert reason here. So I am... I'm excited to see everybody uh, on the eve of our episode number 150 uh, or whatever it's going to be. I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe 160. We'll see you all in Anaheim podcast. 2022. And I guess now let the speculation begin for what they're going to do to help, um, I guess, with panels this year or Mandalorian footage release or maybe a teaser trailer for Rebels or maybe some of the, you know, maybe some of the the merchandise that we that we can speculate about all day long. So it's going to be still an exciting remainder of the year. Don't get disappointed. We still have Mandalorian. And I know that there's going to be plenty to look forward to. Like, I know Josh is super stoked about that, that uh, that giveaway pin that they're giving out for folks that are keeping their tickets for two years and giving Repop their money for two years. Uh, the, the consolation prize is a wonderful stormtrooper button and that's it. I mean, it's, I, I really expected more. I'm not going to let that one go. Uh, I like a stormtrooper pin. I don't know. That came with like a coffee cup I got at CVS. I don't know. I really thought that there was going to be something a little bit more to keep your tickets for two years. Chris is just jealous that I'm getting four of those and he's only getting one. That's what it is. If you hear that in his voice, that's what it is. You can make a whole bandolier out of them. Well, you know what's funny though is... Oh, sorry, Josh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I don't know. I, I, I think the only surprise to me... Well, I think two years is a surprise, but I think that's easily explained by they're not thinking they're going to have a lot to announce next year. Um, but also, I was just kind of surprised that with as long as they waited, I thought maybe they would be announcing some of whatever their digital replacements going right. to be for some of these other announcements. Right. Yeah. Especially since they were already working on it, like with their read pop did like a May the 4th thing where they were doing a bunch of stuff. So like they were already testing it out. So, but you know, I'm that stuff's still going to come. They're not going to launch Mandalorian without doing something to tease Agreed. us before it comes or any other, you know, announcements. We're going to see some stuff. Agreed. Yeah. I think it was as of when we post this, you can go online now and either keep your ticket or if refund your ticket if you want. And then I think they said I read somewhere it was taking like it could take up to 30 days to refund your money back. And it goes back into a um, uh, PayPal account. Right. So you have to have a PayPal account for right. them to refund your money. Um, but then they did make a comment on their email that the merchandise would be available soon. And if you asked for a refund on your ticket, you got like 10% off the merchandise. And I'm like, right. hey, wait a minute, how come like you're getting your money back and you still get to purchase the merchandise at a discounted rate? I thought that was a little... It's a weird move. They should yeah, let like, us as yeah, ticket holders... Keeping your ticket, you keep oh, the ticket okay. at the 10%. Discount. Do you actually, get what I'm saying? Actually, let me hold up. Let me hold up. Okay. For those ticket okay. holders, are you keeping your tickets and going to Celebration 2022 or are you getting a refund? I am keeping my tickets and transferring to 2022. Same. Keeping them. I'm keeping. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. But like, so the majority of the people that are keeping their ticket, right? And that merchandise comes available. How come the people who aren't keeping their ticket, to your point, we're only getting the Stormtrooper pin. How come they're not getting the 10% off the merchandise that only would have been available to those that were at Star Wars Celebration? But yet, if you refund your ticket, now you're getting 10% off the merchandise, but for something that you're not going to. Fair. Fair question. I don't know. Since I couldn't get the four-day pass, I have multiple tickets like, Josh, maybe I should get one of them refunded and keep the other one and and get mm. the best of both worlds. Double dip, uh, now you're getting crafty. Discount, now you're getting keep, crafty. Keep some of my passes. Yeah. Well, so I'll show those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I, uh, on Sunday in two years, you're sitting outside because you never got another pass you back. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we also, I believe, most of us have ordered some of the pre-order merch. They put out a pretty good line of Empire Strikes Back gear. Uh, I remember specifically the Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary baseball tee, which I, I did order one for myself and one for my fiance. It's a cool. It's like a royal blue color, if I remember correctly. It was really nice. Um, you can keep that or you can get a refund on that. What do we think? And Maggie, I think you had some ideas on this. What do we think the celebration merch is going to be when they eventually release it to folks? Now, I, I also have a problem with them releasing it to the general public because part of the, part of the charm, part of the buying the ticket is to get access to that merch, but that's just a nitpick. But Maggie, what do you think some of the merch is going to be that will be available to, 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 I guess the general public now. I mean, I really hope that they at least let ticket holders and people who might have like returned their stuff get first dibs on the products. But I am really excited about hearing that they might be opening it up to the general public because like I would like to be able to have access to that. Right. Um, Obviously. Um, You already do. I mean, technically I do. You may know some people that can help you out. I know a few pretty cool people, I guess. Um, But I'm really hoping for like, them to rebrand some of the 2020 stuff and yes. find a way to make it fun. Yes. Uh, like the convention that never was because yes. there's, there's some mm-hmm. weird marketability with that. And especially yeah. like as collectibles, we all know that the star Wars fandom loves weird shit. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Like the yellow lightsaber. <laughs> I love uh, the yellow loop. lightsaber. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. We love things that were rejected and 2020 is the giant year. rejection. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they should make everything a Force Ghost, like the whole oh. 2020 logo is a Force Ghost because it died. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be fun. We we've already seen this, and Chris talked about it firsthand. All of the, there was like a whole line of WrestleMania merch that was WrestleMania 36. This is I wasn't true. there. This like, is very true. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I work in the licensed brand industry. I can't say whether or not WWE is one of my clients, but I can say that, yes, uh, they printed a ton of those shirts that were, you know, because you couldn't actually attend WrestleMania. So, you know, I the I here I don't know how I feel about this. I know that we talked about this, um, you know, offline was would I put a Celebration 2020 patch on my Star Wars jacket? I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I think I would keep the merch. I would have it somewhere, but I think that it would bring up too many 
bummed out memories. Like I would be like, oh, like this would have been awesome. Like we would have done that poolside mm-hmm. podcast. Um, and you know, that's, that's what I would think of when I would see the celebration 2020, because I invested so much emotion and thought and energy and excitement into wanting to go that when out now I see celebration 2020, I'm going to be like that son of a, no, um, I'm going to get all, all bummed out. So, um, unless they do something funny to what, to, to the effect that, that you guys were saying, Force goes to be funny. Um, like, I don't, like I said, a wampa, like clawing through the logo, Empire, get it, Wampas. Okay. Anyways, uh, um, you know, I don't know something crazy, but anyways, that's that's where I'm at. I don't think I would celebrate the 2020 merch. That's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you say that now, and then they come out with a patch that's like <laughs> Star Wars Celebration 2020, and it's Darth Revan fighting Ahsoka. And you're like, oh, I guess I'm gonna put that on my bag. My pa- yeah, uh, I would. I would wrap my bag now. You know, yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> and I- Or something. Hey, Star Wars friends, it's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and the resident John Williams One Percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams One Percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you push up your glasses at the other 99%. Did you know that John Williams has 52 Academy Award nominations in his career to date? The only other person with more nominations is some guy named... Walter Disney? Never heard of the guy. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. This is Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends show. Do not underestimate the power of this podcast. I didn't read it earlier, but the FAQ that's on here, it says fans who choose to keep their merchandise orders for Star Wars Celebration can expect shipping to start can expect shipping to start shipping by November 2020. <laughs> but that's two months after the con would have happened anyway. So why is it wow. that long when you already know who pre-ordered the stuff and if they're keeping it, you just get it out the door? I, I bet I know why. They probably have a chain of um, like a production chain issue. One of their oh, like, vendors sure. or something. I'm sure. Yeah. Just like everybody else. Yeah, everyone Crazy. else. Everyone else. Crazy. Um, my last piece of advice for this and all the questions and concerns that all of us have about celebration please do not tweet at matt martin on twitter the poor man don't don't hit him up he's he, he has nothing to do with celebration y'all i'm just that's a F, that's a fyi just leave him alone it's your psa of the day um leave matt martin alone anyway uh if you were like me and you're listening to the show and you bought disneyland after dark tickets for star wars night and you were so stoked and you were like literally that was like what you were really looking forward to doing um you can get a refund and you can pay applicable fees. Now, I have not called Disney to find out what my fees are, but I know that I'm going to be annoyed. Uh, I'm already annoyed that I have to call Disney to get a refund on those tickets. So if you are listening and you have found a creative way to get a refund on your Disneyland After Dark tickets for Star Wars Night, please tweet at the show at SW Friend Show, or you can hit me up at No One Is Chris because I have nothing i don't know what those tickets are doing they're just sitting in my disneyland app and that's about as cool as they are so i don't know um anything else we want to cover about celebration cancellation that's wild that they thought that was that made sense like hey we're doing this thing this star wars thing that's like right next to the convention right the convention's canceled but we're 
not going to let you just have your money back. You have to like go through a process and not get it all back. Like it's a, it's a process. And if you've ever had to call Disney before, which I have, it is, it takes a long time to get somebody. And I'm not just being dramatic. It, it does. It takes up a lot of time to call Disney. And especially if you have a hotel reservation, you need to change. Oh my goodness. Good luck. Good luck. Um, but that's the, that's what I have to do. So at some point this week, I'm going to call Disney unless someone reaches out to me and tells me they have a better way of, of getting a refund on that. I think the only th- other thing that I have to cover is um, we all need to kind of put our Maz Kanata goggles on and uh, <laughs> look out for that exclusive merch over the next couple yeah, of months. Because Hallmark already released theirs that they were going to have there. So What is it? What did they release? I'm curious. Well, wasn't that, that little the... little pixelated um, pin, right? Yeah. That yeah. was a pixelated pin and something else. Itty bitty. Okay. There's an itty bitty of K2SO and then there's an That's Ahsoka. Right. There's yeah. an That's Ahsoka right. ornament and an uh, 30... Uh, three hundred and thirty second clone mm-hmm. Ahsoka mm-hmm. helmet. Uh, are the, the are, ornaments? They were just announced, though. They're not available to be. Yeah, know. they yeah they showed their hand, but rightfully yeah. so because I'm hyped. That's I forgot about be. those. Yeah, I think that's what was going to be there. And they said, "Well, we're not. We've got it. We're not going to do anything with it. Let's get it out there, and then we'll really, you know, yeah, they know so people, people buy it. it. They might as well make yeah. it if they went <clears> through the design process, right?" You know? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Hallmark freak. I'm a pop minded freak. And if those were the exclusives they were going to release on day one, I would, I would be hard pressed to find something else. I would, I would rather fight someone over than an Ahsoka ornament because that, to my knowledge, that would be only the second Hallmark Ahsoka ornament because the first one came out for the Clone Wars series a long time ago. Um, but hot damn, I cannot wait to get my hands on that. I, I mean, I'm assuming Funko would have something here pretty soon. Probably yeah. Hasbro. Yeah. They didn't Hasbro's announcement today. Um, they didn't say anything about it other than in an FAQ or a Q&A session. They said, you know, they'll release it later um, once they figure out what they're going to do with it. But there's other vendors that are there that have stuff. Heroes and Villains, the apparel, that apparel oh, yeah. company. They normally do stuff. Um Fantasy Flight and Games is always there. Sideshow, Gentle Giant. Sideshow, Gentle Giant. Yeah. Um, They're all there. So all those exclusives should be, I would assume, you know, because it's about this time that they would be releasing or early July that they would be saying, hey, here's what's going to build the hype, baby. August and build the hype. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Speaking of Hallmark, did you see Chris, the uh, keepsake Star Wars ornament beast? (laughs) Yeah. With the sample that's your name. Yeah. 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 I got the I got the Hallmark catalog in the mail. Yeah, I'm that <laughs> I'm that guy. Uh there is a massive amount of Star Wars ornaments so coming much. out this year, including a new line of mini ornaments that are they're like postage stamp size Star Wars ornaments. Um, the child is coming out as a Hallmark keepsake. That's gonna be sweet. There is a Vader choking uh moth. Uh, oh my God, Admiral Mahdi. And that one is going to be super cool. I saw that one. Yeah, that's going to be that's sweet. I almost said one. Moff Gideon. I was like, well, I don't know. Um, but this is, uh, is going to be a good year for Hallmark. I'm very excited about this. This is going to be fun. And I am still, oh, I'm going to, that's a whole, I'm not even going to go to where I need to go for Christmas right now. So I'm going to hold off. We still got another six months or whatever it is, seven months. I'm, I'm already excited. All right. Are we done with celebration? Are we ready? 112 weeks. Are you guys, yeah. are you guys putting it in your calendar? Um, Starting in there. <laughs> oh boy. You I'm know, the excited. other thing I thought of was that, uh, I think since we haven't so much time to save money and plan, 
that we could probably actually um, plan like a, a day or two at Disney along with it as well. Reading together. my mind, you get the clap, sir, because I was going to say the same thing at some point. I think that if we can and if we're able to, we definitely plan a, a little extended trip so we can experience Galaxy's Edge uh, prior to celebration as a crew. Unless we go down to Walt Disney World before then, we all get the vaccine and we're good to go. Um, I, you know, I'm down. Do both, Chris. I'm down. <laughs> I'm so down to do it, but yeah, Josh, I think you're, you're, you're spot on. Um, we got some time to plan and I'm very excited about this. So, and we already paid for the tickets, man. Hell yeah. Money Money in the the bank. bank. (laughs) So money in the Camtono. I love it. All right. Hasbro had a big day today. Today is, uh, as of the recording today is Monday, June 22nd, 2020. And Hasbro had their big announcement today. Justin, why don't you uh, why don't you give us some insight on what's going on in the, in the world of Hasbro? There's been a lot of le- like not leaks, but there's been a lot of Hasbro news on on top of today. They released other figures that are supposedly coming out. Darth uh, Darth Nihilus is another character that's coming out, uh, and he's going to be on one of those game legends. They're a GameStop Correct. exclusive. Yep. Makes sense. I hope they make a Malik too. I'll, you know, obviously I bought the Malik and Nihilus pop that GameStop had. I don't know if you guys saw those, but they mm-hmm. came out with the uh, exclusive pops. Two of my favorite characters ever. No brainer. Black series figure is going to sell like crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That came out. And then there's, um, a rumored, uh, clone wars figures coming out. So the season seven, Ahsoka, um, love it the mall delorean love it cannot wait to see that one uh the night owl mando love it um and the ahsoka loyalist trooper buying so four and so that full that whole wave is uh is a done deal for me Ooh, um, yeah and then on top yes. of that um it was and we'll get into this in a little bit but there's a galaxy's edge uh cardinal Six inch black. That was that was cool well. to hear. That so was that cool came out kind of by itself uh, the other day. And there's some more news that we'll get into here with um, uh, Galaxy's Edge and a partnership that they have in the works. But today, the Hasbro announcement was mostly concerning vintage collection and what's coming up in the vintage collection line. So they went through today and they covered um, who they're releasing and what they're releasing. And then they did like a Q&A thing um, and then a big announcement um, that they had later on in the episode. So uh, hmm. through vintage collection, we're getting Churit Mway, a photorealistic Churit Mway in vintage collection, highly posable. They even brought back the little rotating ankle because his, you know, you can put him in different stances right. with his ankle kind of bent, which is cool. Um, they are bringing out the vintage collection stormtrooper from empire strikes back it was a beautiful card stormtrooper in the uh the carbon freezing chamber with that red background was very nice but they've done a million storm they've done a million of them mm-hmm. Ugh, give me um, an ugnot yep they really they're talking about a bespin escape leia uh i'm into that like as well that. Like it is that. not actually yeah. going to be out until next spring though so they just announced that <laughs> oh one God. but you can't get it um, and then there is a the big one is the TVC playset, which is the Bespin carbon oh, free hell chamber. Yes, hell now, yes. They, the way that they did this was really cool, right? You get the box, and it's literally half of the carbon freezing chamber. So it still has the circle in the middle. It has half of the round platform, so you can put your little Han Solo and carbonite in there yep. and raise probably raise them and lower them and do half of it. But if you get a second playset, it completes the circle. And builds the other staircase and you have the entire carbon freezing chamber set up. So you really have to get two of them 
in order to build mm. the entire carbon freezing chamber. So um, you can, you know, reenact the fight between Vader and, and Luke. You can do Han being frozen. You can do whatever you want with that carbon freezing chamber. And it's really cool because the stairs that they put in have that little red or orange acrylic behind it. So if you backlight it with anything, it's going to kind of highlight so for those diorama builders out there, if you do it upright, you backlight it, you can set your scenes, you can do some really cool uh, pictures with your figures. So that covered most of the vintage collection that they released today, which I, I know there's been they did talk a little bit about the campaigns uh, that are out there. There's a petition for Hasbro to expand the vintage collection line, basically a save the vintage collection campaign. They are aware right. of those campaigns. Right. They never outright said we're doing anything with vintage collection. We're getting rid of it. But I think a lot of people were under the impression that they were discontinuing the 3.75 inch. Right. That's not the case. Um, they did say in a previous uh, episode that they did that they were meeting the demand of the market. Right. They were putting out figures that matched the market demand, which was right now six inch figures. Um, and they said they will never get back to a point where vintage collection or 3.75 or any line has that many figures out there where you can just go to the store and there's literally 50 different that figures on sense. a shelf. They yeah, will never get back sense. to that point. So, um, but they were, they were acknowledged. They did acknowledge. Yes, we were meeting the market demand, putting those six inch figures out there and some other stuff. Um, but now we are, we hear you. We're going to produce some more vintage collection figures. So, Lay off the Rogue One Black Series throttle, please. I mean, you know, if they're trying to meet the demand, I think they I think they met it with the Cassian Andor figure. Uh, there's <laughs> you know, they, they have enough. They have enough. No so, offense to Cassian Andor fans. I still prefer that over the Kenobi series, but that's a side note. Go ahead. Well, and it was nice to see the 3.5, 3.75 Churret, but like they already ha- I'm pretty sure they have a 3.75 Churret out there. He can't they do. in a they two do. pack. They do. So it's a it was part of that. Um. Uh, that red, red and white box stuff that they came out with. Um, well, so I think it's only five POVA. I'm really excited about, and I know we've already covered this, but it's the best bin, the freezing chamber. Because yeah. as an old school Kenner fan, one of the unproduced items that Kenner created was the Cloud City playset, which is only you know they only made like ten. And they had designers come up with the the artwork for the box. So when you look it up and you look up the Cloud City playset. You're like, why didn't you make that? That's exactly what everyone wanted. So the fact that they're making it now is actually pretty cool. I wish that mm-hmm. they, you know, I, I wish that they would have done a Black Series version of it, but I'm also, uh, I'm kind of a psychopath. Uh, I would understand that that probably would have cost like $200, but it would have been cool with the lights and everything like that. So I can't wait to see what some of the custom fig makers do with that playset and actually build a diorama with the proper lights. I'm not talented enough to do that, but I like looking at the photos. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I I have a, I want to go back to uh, does any do you have any input on why we're getting the figures we're getting instead of getting Gar Saxon and Bo oh, um, Katan? Like, why are we getting generic versions of what we could just have actual characters? You know what I mean? Bo Katan, you, you mean expand the universe of characters that are already out there in the Star Wars world? I don't know. Well, no, I'm saying, uh, why are we getting the Maldalorian? Who? And a Night Owl Mandalorian when we could just get actual characters who are those people. Who's you know, like to say a generic version instead of a face character? Yeah. Who's right. to say the Maldalorian is not Gar Saxon with a removable helmet? Well, that's that's my that's my question. Why is it 
why it's being it, labeled that way. Do we? But I, because I, I well, think that's just how Yakface yeah. labeled the the fig. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's it's like their code oh, label. Could be a red herring a little right. bit. Yes. 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 Exactly. So it could be Gar Saxon. It could be Bo. We don't know yet. It could be because I, I doubt they would put out generic Maldalorian out there because it's there were so many of them. Like, right. How do you do a generic one? So um, it's like their code name for what's Y'all going to be mad when it was that when it's the lady sidekick he had. I can't remember her name. <laughs> I mean, I like her too. She's cool. Rook Cass. Yeah. Rook. Yep. Oh yeah. Rook Cass. Yeah. Now, yeah. now they did say, they did say towards the end of it, they did say, and I've got other um, black series news here. Um, they did say towards the end though, more Clone Wars characters and troopers are coming out in the BS line. Need it. Need so they, they are there. So if these nice. four are not the ones that we think they are, it is possible that they are releasing them a little bit later on. So good. Um, so ESB 40th Black Series, um, they talked a little bit about that. The Hoth Rebel Trooper, the one that's on that beautiful card back right now, they are releasing him in the new style Black Series packaging with that colored siding, right? Mm-hmm. With the yeah. animation that kind of all blends together. Um, that's coming out. And then they released all of the ESB uh, final Black Series wave, wave three of those card back figures. And that's going to include Boba Fett. Um, the difference between this Boba Fett and the SDCC Boba Fett is the bullet. So they were originally released with two different color bullets on the nameplate. One was in yellow and one was in orange. The SDCC one is the orange and the common one that you're going to find everywhere is the yellow. So that's how they get you to buy multiple Boba Fett's. They change up the color of the bullet. So yeah, that's too. I yeah, yeah. no different accessories or anything or like an nope, IG it's the, head. It's, okay, it's the exact same card back. I think the only difference might be wasn't the SDCC Boba Boba Fett reflective. The the backing was holographic, yes. and it is one of my favorite figures ever. And yeah. I seriously feel bad for anyone that wants a figure and can't afford the eBay prices because that figure is gorgeous um it's one of my favorite out of the hundreds and hundreds of figures i have that is among the top 10 for sure i'm surprised one of them doesn't come with a dragon for him to ride on (laughs) let's bring it hasbro what are you doing stop messing around guys there's just no point it's so long ago (laughs) that we've moved on from it it's like a deep cut now people won't even get the reference love deep cuts (laughs) i'm gonna have to I'm going to have to insert a, a citation to the, the appropriate <laughs> episode for people to refer back to. Well, you know what? You're, you're right. You're right. You know, Return of the Jedi was so many years ago. They shouldn't have had that little uh, eyeball droid thing you know come what, out Josh? and talk to the Mandalorian in the Mandalorian <laughs> because Return of the Jedi was just so long ago. Why would they reference something that people like from the past? It's crazy. I don't know why they no. do that. Well, you're right. see, I don't, I don't accept the premise that people liked it. The whole dragon. I, when that little bit. thing popped out, I was like, ah! I don't know. So see, you're getting was... too far into your metaphor. It's the dragon that people don't really care for. We can let it die. Wow. Let the I was about to die. jump in there. Kill the dragon uh, if you have to. <laughs> yeah. I, I think people like the dragon. I've, I've gotten some direct feedback. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it too. I've seen it too. Good feedback. Hi, this is Delilah S. Dawson, your Star Wars friend, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast.
Hi, I'm Kyle. Will you be an angel for a helpless baby Yoda? Every day, baby Yoda is chased by bounty hunters and abused by scout troopers, and he's crying out for help. Please click the subscribe button on your screen and join the Star Wars friends with a monthly gift right now. For only 60 calamari flan a month, you'll help rescue baby Yoda from their abusers and provide food, shelter, Jedi training, and Beskar armor. Subscribe now and follow us on Twitter in the next 30 minutes to receive this tweet with a gif of baby Yoda, who's been given a second chance thanks to you. Baby Yoda needs our help. So please, subscribe. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian. Happy to be your Star Wars friend. You're listening to the Star Wars Friend Show. All right, Justin, yeah. let's, All let's, right. let's finish. Let's wrap up this Hasbro so segment rest, here. Rest of Wave 3 is going to include Chewbacca. Why? He's, I no. Oh, oh, on the card back, not on in the, the card okay. back, which he okay. has not Makes been sense. done. Makes I sense. think with that artwork on the card back in the six inch, so okay. that's fine. Um, a snow trooper. They redid the snow trooper. That so, would be sweet. I do yep. want that. I do want the that. original one. They said was a little bit yellow in the paint, so this one's yep. a lot more brown underneath on the on the skirt and stuff. Um, and then another Darth Vader. Um, okay. Six, sure. Got six six Why not? Three a year. It is the ESB Darth Vader, um, and then the Luke on Dagobah with no Yoda is the other one. Uh, does he come with the so, backpack accessory, or is that you have to mail away for that, so. like the original? Okay. Yeah, no mail away. Yeah, because okay. he remember he's coming out in the two pack with Yoda. This is just Luke now. They said the artwork that they've used for the Black Series is like a picture that they haven't used before from previous card backs so speaking of which i still can't get over the fact that they're using a return of the jedi han and carbonite block on the empire strikes back card the photo you know mm-hmm. what i'm talking about oh yeah. my god that is yeah. um it is so worse it than the- misspelling luke skywalker's name on the skywalker. packaging skywalker <laughs> what are you doing hasbro someone give someone to hire me over there i'll just be a consultant just send me all of the stuff i'll look at it i'll proofread it oh they don't well you know, we'll have Maggie proofread the back of the cards so that the paragraphs make sense. But please just send them. And no one is Chris Hasbro. What are you doing? I'll help yeah. you out. I'll help you out. If, I can just see you now. Um, excuse me. That's not how you spell his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you think that's bad, the archive fan vote came out. And oh, Vader, sad to say, is not uh, Prisoners with Jobs Leia. It is uh, clone, uh, clone Commander Cody. So and there's tons of people out there that are super excited. And they're like, oh, great. I don't have to pay $100 for a Commander Cody now. Well, I get it. Like, but guess what? Clone Commander Cody in the blue line is still going to be a pretty penny because he was the first one. First one. So this one is going to be the common one that you can pick up anywhere in the archive line. So that was your archive winner. Um, I know. What a wet fart of a figure Uh, winner. The big news. um, Name of the episode right there. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wet fart of a figure. <laughs> Wet fart of a figure. Um, wow. The, the other fun stuff, and I'll go into the other one first, which I found really kind of odd, was the child bop it. Um, so you punch it, pull it, slap it. Yes. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> yes, this is. Yeah. I was going to say, does it come with a scout trooper scout helmet trooper. to wear? Oh, it, dude. It apparently makes noises um, from the show of the Baby Yoda. And um, I, it must include some lines from the Mandalorian as well with it, like telling okay. you to do these different things. So, yes. If. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he's talking real like, you know, he's doing the Pedro voice. I can bring him in warm or I can bring him in cold. Punch his head. Hit it. Twist it. I'm hoping it's Werner Herzog. Oh, yeah. I would like to slap the baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, if you are a 501st biker scout and you bought a satchel that you want to stick a baby Yoda in, this is the baby Yoda for you. Yeah. Um, Because it will actually make noise when you punch it. Oh, my God. That is disturbing. A little morbid and disturbing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, But the big news. HasLab is coming back. Love it. They are, I can't they wait. They are coming out with a new HasLab project for Let's Star go. Wars to be released sometime in August or September, and it will be the Vintage Collection. Okay. Predictions. Death Star playset. Death Star playset. Yep. Or, 100%. Or I could see them doing the Star Destroyer playset. If they do it right. If they yes. do it right with the meditation chamber, oh, dude, okay. I mean, or, or, hear me out. Either one of those I'm good with. $300 price point for a scale Jawa sand crawler. That could be. Yeah, that might be more realistic. That might be Rolling more realistic. Fortress? Yeah, that might be what more if realistic. it's like a giant Bespin playset where it comes with like a stand and it like bows out on the top and you can like remove the lid. Or $150 Ooh. price point or $200 price point for a vintage collection ghost. What if it's Owen and Maru's house? Right? I would drop a ton of cash for that ghost. Oh, can you imagine a scale, a scale ghost? And then they come out with the vintage collection line of Rebels figures because, damn it, they haven't. Like, Uh, let's go. It's about time to drop it. By the way, did y'all get the uh, the Phantom and you'll have to buy it separate and I'll get you in for that too. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. What if it does come with the Phantom though? Maybe that's the HasLab, but you know, and it comes with the Ghost Crew. I would pay upwards of $400 and I'm not exaggerating because I I regret not paying the $500 for Java's sale barge. Well, Um, think about how big that barge is. Sorry, I have like so little interest in a Star Destroyer or a Death Star, but I would buy the shit out of a ghost. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think that that would be a badass Haslab. That would be a badass Haslab. And that, I'm, would, I'm that would please a lot of Star Wars fans out there that right? love Rebels that have nothing in the vintage collection line. Exactly. Like, that would be a whole huge. different uh, uh, market Ooh. than the sale yeah. barge. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And and we'll see. Uh, so when did they say they're going to announce that detail? Uh, HasLab project announcement sometime in August or September. So they got time so. to change their mind. Hopefully they listen to the Star Wars Friends show. And uh, yeah. I mean, it's unanimous. There's five of us that want the ghost. So would let's the, make would it. Would the ghost be bigger than the sail barge? Um, no. Think? No, it would, be, it would be very close to it. Be very close yeah. to it. You got to think the sail barge um, for scale holds about 80 creatures that's true that's true so but the ghost is the ghost is a big old diamond you know so we'll see um by that 
Oh, yes. I would I would pay four hundred for um, that. We had tons more big news um, with kind of kind of Hasbro, really Galaxy's Edge and Target though. Did this is weird. This is weird. Did this come via Hasbro's announcement today, or is this separate? No, this was separate. Um, this, okay. This also appeared, I think, on Yak Face, um, and I put it here somewhere. But it, it it was big news that they basically came out and said there is a yeah. It was through Yak Face. Okay. Um, it was through their forum that Star Wars and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Target are partnering to sell Star Wars Galaxy's Edge merchandise uh, through Target. And it says, it. Select, it says select targets. It, doesn't, it says select target stores. It does not say online. It does not say all targets. So Maggie, none by me. you have a store like this because you've posted about it where they have like a pop culture hub inside the Target. And, and I don't have this Northeast Ohio and I live in a major city. Mm. I think, uh, Justin, you would have one in Columbus. Um, probably somewhere yeah so maggie tell us about this pop culture hub in the target what what does it look like okay so the two times that has been set up for force fridays uh it's like in the center of the store between where like children's clothing is and like women's clothing is like the way the layout at this target is and they have like a huge banner up and a huge display with like all the star wars like for the past it was like a weird combination of like the last Jedi and the rise of Skywalker, the last force Friday I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a huge, like the cardboard pictures and like a banner hanging over it that said force Friday. And it had like five different, um, like the shelving units set up with like the Legos that had come out and all of the stuffed stuff that had come out, the plushies and lightsabers. And they also had brought over like a big, container of all the different star wars movies that they had for sale like all fancily set up and it was all like perfectly branded for that force yeah. friday and it was really cool like i was like i love star wars so much <laughs> you posted photos of it and i was mm-hmm. instantly it was one of those moments of social media jealousy i was like god oh, damn it i had to go to like eight targets and they were and, like, all like th- that's run the down. funny thing So there's like three targets that I visit back pre-COVID and all three of them had the Force Friday. Hmm. And it was like hugely set up. And it's not like by big cities. Like, yeah, they're like, you know, northern Virginia suburbs. Well, so in that case, I will gladly Venmo you some money for the Black Series Hondo and Cardinal and then I'll hook you up with whatever you want from you the celebration. You think I'm going store. out of the house? Yeah, I'll send, you, I'll send you one of my Disney masks that uh, is on route. So, um, going to be buying all our stuff from <laughs> I'm excited. Find, like the biggest Target store you've got, they've got to have one in there, right? Because they've got more space than Dude, I have a two. I have a two-story Target in my city what? and it doesn't even, yeah, you, you put your card on the, uh, the escalator and it goes down and up, but it doesn't have one of those sections. It's a very large target and doesn't have one of those. So, um, but they do always have Star Wars stuff because apparently no one in my city is a Star Wars collector and it really helps me out. So, yeah, it is terrible, but it, I reap the rewards. So, um, <laughs> that was a different target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, and he was looking at Ninja Turtles stuff. So, <laughs> so they, they it was released. Me. They released a bunch of stuff that was not in Hasbro's announcement today. And again, it was more for vintage collection. But there's one in here that was kind of interesting that they did not mention on the Hasbro 
talk today. So they're releasing Black Series Hondo, Cardinal, and Mountain Trooper in individual packaging at Target. And Hondo and the Mountain Trooper were only available in the three packs That's from right. Galaxy's Edge. So you could get Hondo with Ray and Chewie, and you could get the Mountain Trooper with Kylo and I think it was like First Order Stormtrooper or something like that. Um, he has lame set. It was a real lame yeah, set. Yeah. Cardinal is brand new, which is awesome. Can't Love wait. Love seeing a figure from a novel being produced um, that had some relevancy on the current series. Like, that's awesome to hear. Well, our, our good friend, author Delilah S. Dawson, is going to be very pleased. Yes. Um, I know, actually, she did actually make a post on Instagram about this. She? she was super stoked. Oh, yeah. I miss Super stoked. Yeah. Um, there is a Cardinal Black Series helmet coming out. Interesting. Yes, very interesting. Here's the big one, though. The Vintage Collection Smugglers Run Millennium Falcon, which retails for $399.99. I saw you post the price. And I think that that was probably the thing I got most offended about today in total. And it's a very long day. That price point is wild. That is a is. wild price point for a vehicle that has been made countless times. Um, yep. I am interested in it, but I am going to wait for the price to drop. There's no way that that sustains at 400 bucks. Well, so part of me is thinking, all right, the sale barge was what, 499 Yes. When it came out? How the yes. And that was a HasLab project. How big is this Falcon going to be at 399 number one? But number two, could this potentially be the HasLab project? I hope not. That would be would, disappointing. Well, yeah. Why would it come out before Hasbro did their Monday announcement? They've done they it. They've done it. See, it, so. see, the thing about HasLab is that that HasLab is made to create things that wouldn't normally be accessible, like a Millennium mm -hmm. Falcon. It's made for something like the Ghost and Phantom. That would be that would be a HasLab project. Millennium Falcon. Here, if it's the same size as the Legacy Falcon. That I have that big one, Josh. You've seen it over my place. It's it's the yeah. massive one. That one would make sense because that's scaled for vintage collection figures. If mm -hmm. that if it is that size, it is worth four hundred bucks. But if it's your standard run of the mill Falcon, hell no. If it's if it doesn't have you know fully fleshed out audio uh, electronics and everything, like what's the point? Four hundred dollars right. is a now, lot of money. You've been on it. I've not been on it. Yep. What's the difference in the Smuggler's Run Millennium Falcon versus the regular Millennium <laughs> I Falcon? I guess, Maggie, you can jump in on this too because you've written it too. I will say it really depends um, how terrible your pilot is on the Falcon because you can really wreck your Falcon and it can, you know, so I'm imagining maybe panels pop off or, or something like that maybe, um, but could come with coaxium. It mm. could uh, have Hondo, but really it is for all intents and purposes, the same Falcon that is in the sequel trilogy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was just curious because I, I saw the name and I'm going, well, what the heck's the difference between that one and the other ones? But I don't also want to ruin Smuggler's Run because I've not been on it yet. Nah, so. I mean, you're, you're basically, you're on a mission to, to get coaxium for Hondo. Mm. And that's, okay. it, it, so really... Yeah, and it's fun as hell, and it's super awesome, and it's very indescribable, uh, the joy that you'll feel. But um, outside of maybe having Hondo sound effects on this, I, I don't know, yeah. you know? know. It'll be interesting. 
Yeah. Um, the other stuff that they announced, plush figures. So they're, they'll be selling Tauntauns, Wampas. It's going to be cool. Maggie's favorite, Porgs. I can't oh, yeah. realize that in the notes. Oh, yeah. Um, Ewoks, uh, Loathcats, and Banthas. And then this was another- same. Yep. And then Sign me up. this was another fun one. The Build a Droid Droid Factory, which has R2, Dio, and Chopper. Not so, R2, not or not um not BB8 has Chopper. So I read that and I wonder if it's the same Chopper that I got at Galaxy's Edge in March. He's he's a build a droid from the Droid Factory. He's a wind-up okay. chopper. I wonder if it's the know. same thing. Have any of you ever um, built a droid at Droid Factory in Disney? Yeah. I love it. I, I built I built a droid named Fantasia and put fours as the A's, but he you can get a little Fantasia cap that goes on so, on top oh, of the nice. figure. And nice. it's uh and it's really it's a fun that's a that was a fun experience at the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Oh so you're talking about, okay, so my fiance did the build a droid at Galaxy's Edge. That's what you're talking about. I'm talking about, I built, I went to Droid Factory and built the three and three quarter droid. Yeah, that, that comes on the card back and all that. So you can actually. You know what the price point was on that? On the one that I did? Yeah. $7.99. Okay. Oh, and it's fully are, customizable. Yeah. These are $14.99 each. Oh. So okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know. Hmm. And then your plush creatures are twelve ninety nine each. Worth every penny. I love those yeah. Galaxy's Edge Plus. They're, they're so cool. They're so cool. So good. Okay, this is a yeah. lot of stuff. This is a big yeah. update. And I'm out. And I'm out. <laughs> I was going to say, no, yeah. yeah. Only 100 product announcements in the last 20 minutes. You know, you got your oh, work yeah. done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, one thing I just want to chime in on are the Lego sets that came out. I don't have a lot of information because I'm not a Lego person, but the there is an Ahsoka and set that's coming out. Have you seen the Ahsoka Lego Lego set that's coming? Is that out? the one with the tank? Yes, and the three hundred thirty second. So, yes, can't wait to and get it's, that. It's I'm actually going to get that. Yep, I almost almost got that Razor Crest pre order, but I cannot justify one hundred twenty bucks on something I probably will never even put together. I just can't do it. Um, I was Some- only considering that Lego Crest Razor set because <laughs> did I say that right? Not exactly, but it was close. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I was only considering that because you get the download code for the Lego video game, the Skywalker Saga Lego game, and you get the actual ship. So any Lego set that you buy that comes out this year will give you a download code to down. And I'm not paid by Lego or or Lucasfilm, but I'm promoting this. Hey, if you are listening, come on to the Star Wars. I love Legos. I love them a lot. (laughs) Um, I have you know six figures, but the. you can you can get a download code for every vehicle that you buy this year from Lego, any set that's released. So um, it's interesting if you play the Lego video games. I don't necessarily enjoy those Lego video games, but I will definitely be getting the Skywalker game, um, probably because we're still going to be in COVID and I'll have some time to kill. So well, this one's going to be a lot different, though. I think like it's open world and I think there's going to be some game mechanics that are a lot different than previous yeah. Lego games. Yeah. Yeah. So it it that'll be fun. That comes out in <clears throat> that comes out in holiday time this year. So we shall see. Anything else that we want to cover in news at all? What have we missed? What do we want to talk about? What has been going on in the Are Star we doing Wars squadrons now or are we doing that later? Heck, this is an open forum show. 
This is an open forum show. So where do we want to take this? Where do we want to talk about? It's been a month since we've done a show. Um, I guess I'll address the fact that we, yeah, we, we absolutely recorded the rise of Skywalker recap show. I know that at this point it is becoming the most mythological podcast in the history of podcasts, but I promise you <clears throat> it exists. Christopher it, Cut. Yeah, it, <laughs> this exists. There. Right. I'm going to get some, I'm definitely, I know I'm going to get some tweets on this after this particular episode drops. People aren't going to believe us that it's recorded, but we actually do have uh, two friends that joined us for that show that can verify it's, it's, it's actually a real thing. Um, so we have Candace from Geeky Girl Gab that joined us and our good friend Steve Lynn who also joined us and really brought a lot to the table. So it will get edited down. Just full disclosure, peek behind the curtain, so to speak. It takes a lot of work to edit a podcast and that one was a marathon session. So um, it's going to take a little bit of time to get that one out. But I promise if you've been waiting for it, you're not going to be disappointed. I am hyping it up sure. because it was a hell of a show and I had a lot of fun dissecting that movie uh for those who think that we just bashed on it we really didn't and there were a lot of really good points made by friends that wrote into the show and gave some some different perspectives that we didn't have so it's coming soon hang Our tight were great too i gotta say that I so great say it too yeah. but they yeah. were they were awesome so great so very excited to release that show just give me some time uh i'm working long days and it's it's been a it's been a journey. So we'll get it out, promise you. Now, where do we want to take this? Where do we want to take this episode and start winding things down? What do we want to cover here? I'm just gonna say Clone Wars real quick. They released the order for the last season. Spice Girls were four were up first, and then technically Bad Batch and Siege of Mandalore. So they released it in typical Clone Wars fashion where it was out of order. They just wanted to clarify that's, this is the order that you should watch it in. That's fan okay. service. They released it out of order just to, for the hardcore uh, <laughs> yeah. Clone Wars fans. <laughs> right, yeah. right. First three seasons. Speaking yep. of television shows, Disney Gallery Mandalorian wrapped and uh, uh, how every there was episode show. of that was so good. Oh yeah. There were six episodes, right? Six or were seven? Were there six? No, there's six. Eight. Eight. Oh yeah. my goodness. Wow. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I've I've seen six then of of the gallery. I did watch the finale, which was the fan service episode, which was brilliant. And I felt like they they hit on every point that we've made on this show. And it just so like it really that means that we all know our stuff. And <laughs> so if you listen to the Star Wars Friends show, uh, we are Dave Filoni and John Favreau approved because they literally came out months after our show. They probably listened to our show, I would imagine. Yeah, they probably so. got it. They probably got the ideas <laughs> from us. Uh, that was a hell of a show. That was really yeah, good. Dave knows nothing about Star Wars. He's just a Hollywood <laughs> bigwig. He just chats us on AIM. And uh, gets all his tips from us, you know, but Somebody. that was a great, that was a great final episode. I will say that the one I found most fascinating, and I believe that most of you are on the same page was the, the music one, mm. which loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That the one, damn recorder, uh, the damn what recorder. The, what they call the room, the, um, the volume, the volume. The volume. That's right. That one was very interesting too. The technology. Those, yeah. those two were my two favorites. The last one was great just because of the explanation of fan service. Beautiful. It, it was put, it was very well put by how they did things to, to basically say, look, if you've watched Star Wars for a long time, you're going to love what we stick in here and go, oh, I remember that. I remember that. Hey, right. that's great. You incorporated that. And for those that don't or just are watching The Mandalorian, 
you know, as as a casual Star Wars fan, you can watch it and go, hey, that's really cool. Hey, that's right. really cool. I don't know what that is, but it's really cool. And and it works for everybody and incorporates everybody. But um, it was also funny to hear Dave talk about his scene in uh, with uh, Director <laughs> yeah. Squadron. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. Just that was so bo- funny. Just sound bored and disinterested. <laughs> He's just like, eh, looks like they were launching a gunship. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was awesome. I I really loved when they were talking about how they were like, oh hey George, we got that we got that fork gun from the holiday special, and yeah. he was like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I had nothing to do. <laughs> that with was that. hilarious. No sell, no sell at all. <laughs> and I never really thought about it before, but I think like that point that that Dave made about. Like, um, if you're a, if you're a big enough Star Wars fan that you like made your own armor and stuff, like you now have screen right. props. Yeah. Like, right. That's super cool. He said that I never celebration. Kind of thought of that. I remember that from the, um, the panel that he and John did. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. It was nice to, it was nice to see the interviews with the 501st, um, individuals that actually got to be there. Uh, some of them actually drove a couple hours to be down there to shoot that. Um, it was a really great opportunity for them. And, and I hope people that watched it, you know, versus what they're reading online, don't get a, a misinterpretation of the 501st. There's, you know, it's kind of an interesting topic right now with what's going on there. But most everybody um, is super cool and really inclusive. There's just a little bit of in drama with people but most of the 501st people aren't involved with that so drama in star wars you gotta be right. kidding me right. no way right. no way um, i can't believe it but it was nice to see them get interviewed and talk about their genuine genuine love for star wars and their passion to be there yeah. and um you know it was nice for dave to basically be like look these dudes knew what they were doing when they walked on set we didn't even have to teach them anything as far as how stormtroopers run or how they carry their weapons or anything like right. that they already knew so uh it was nice to to see that and see their interactions with um with the actors well so we're since we're talking about television and star wars is a multimedium entertainment ip uh there are there's a lot of content and we can talk about gallery we can do a whole episode on that but there's a lot more to cover because once again we've been we've been absent from the star wars podcasting community for a month now and there's been some interesting events in the video game world there's also been some interesting events in the publishing world so uh, the publishing one is probably the the we can just quick hit on that one. You know, the Charles soul author, Charles soul beloved star Wars author, Charles. soul. I think that's unanimous. Uh, he put out an expert, an excerpt from his light of the Jedi high Republic novel. Uh, that should be available. We'll probably tweet that out. Make sure we write that down. So we don't forget that we're going to tweet it out at SW friend show. Uh, we should tweet that out for everybody. And then we got a we got an advanced copy of the Alphabet Squadron sequel, which is mm-hmm. called Shadowfall, written by Alexander Freed. Now, I have not had a chance to listen to it. I have not a chance to dive into it, but I believe some of you have listened to that audiobook that that Delray sent us. Yep. How do you listening. feel so far? Yep, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I I like it. Um, I like the style of the writing that that's there. Um, it is a, if you're listening to the audio book, it's a different person, um, that that's doing this, that's reading this versus who did the first alphabet squadron book. It is, it is somebody different, but, um, I like the style of it because it reminds me of the old X-wing squadron books. 
Yeah. Um, and, and that kind of style of writing. And it's not about, you know, Jedi, but there's definitely some really cool references and what's going on right now with the empire and I can't wait. Uh, the rebel and the, uh, the resistance and uh, what's happening. So it's, it's pretty cool. I can't wait. I, if I, if I make my way down to Columbus this weekend, I will definitely put it on very excited to dive into that. And then Maggie, you read that Poe Dameron young adult novel. Am I? Yes, I did. Okay. What yes. is the name of that book? Uh, it is called, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting. Um, cause I have so many books in my head right now. Surprise spice runner. That's the cop. Yes. That's the oh, title, God. right? Basically, okay. yeah. uh, it is free fall. Aha, free fall, shadow yes, fall and free fall. Shadow fall. Yeah. That's hey, there you go. Um, Shadowfall is the alphabet squadron book. Yeah. Close enough. I wrote a whole review of the book for work. And I mean, it was it was a Star Wars book. Um, it tried really hard to explain a lot of the third act plot points for Poe's history. Um, <laughs> yeah. I will Space say Star. that if, if you wanted to learn more about his relationship with his father, this definitely had a lot of really good moments. And hmm. those like father son emotional moments were the highlight in the book. I have a question about this. Do yes. did they change canon as we knew it? Is his father still a rebel fighter? A rebel pilot? Yeah. Okay. Right. No, he's not. No, no. It's his mom is the pilot. Who is he then? Who's the who's post dad? A mechanic? His, fa- his father was just another like member of the resistance. He's just a, he's just a, a drunk selling Poe off or no? I, drink? I think okay. he was like an infantry guy or something. Like he was. He was another he was person a soldier. Resistance. Uh, he fought alongside actually, Captain Rex at the Battle of Endor. I see. And they actually ended up being like farmers. So like it's very much like the typical like teenage farm boy who wants to leave. Yeah, it's that's that exact. That's the same story the same as Snap over Wexley. Over that's the same story as Snap Wexley. His parents were Wedge Antilles, and I can't think of uh, his mom's name right now, no, but they were uh, farmers. Yes. Well, Wedge, was, Wedge was technically his stepdad. That wasn't his real father. Yeah, but... <laughs> but still... Clearly like, didn't care about his death. He's out there laughing is, yeah. with Lando. This is <laughs> one thing that, that bothers me with these, like, new origin stories, is they're, like, copy-paste origin stories trying to be Luke. Mm. Like, the farm boy origin thing, and I'm like, it's okay for them to have cool backstories. <laughs> right, right. So... When do these books come out? When does Shadowfall come out? When does Freefall come out? Do we know? Um, I think Shadowfall comes out in July. Okay. And Freefall came out already. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I, I missed let, that. Let me, I missed let me that. check. Okay. No, it comes out August 4th. Right around the corner. Yes. Right and then there's another one coming out as well. I just got sent today, literally like... 45 minutes ago, I just got Star Wars, the Clone Wars stories of light and dark just got sent to me. I would like to know more. And okay, so I can tell you more right now. Um, (laughs) Well, hell yeah. Okay, okay, so I can tell you who's writing stories in this book. Is this like Uh, the certain point of view Empire Strikes Back book they're coming out with? It is. Yes, but for the Clone Wars. Okay, interesting. Lou Anders, Tom Engelberger, Preeti Chibira, Slaughtered her name. Uh, Zareda Cordova, Jason Fry, oh, Rebecca okay. Roanhouse. Yep, 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 know them. Anne Urso, uh, Sarah Beth Durst, Yoon Han Lee, Greg Van Eckert, and E. Ann Con- Convery. About half of them I recognize, and I would love any of them on the show. If Rebecca Roanhouse yes, or Jason Fry so are available, much. I would love either of them on the show. 
Um, that's going to be interesting. Jason Fry, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Very opinionated, very well-spoken. Uh, and his last Jedi novelization was pretty spot on. It was pretty good. So, interesting. Okay, all right. New, Can we new, get new books. Jay Fry on the show? Jay Fry? Let's get Jay Fry on the show. Call. Let's get Dave on a horn. Let's get Filoni hey, on a horn. Jason just started following me, so there you go. Let's get him on. I would love Jason Fry on our show, and he can promote this Clone Wars storybook. Let's do it. All right. So lots of books, lots of crazy stuff going on. Anything else? Sh- Shadowfall comes out tomorrow. You're kidding? No. The physical book comes out tomorrow. Mm. Correct. Might have to go to Barnes and Noble. Or when we release this podcast, it comes out <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, damn. Um Yes, I'm gonna be writing like a theme tomorrow. I normally in the past I have received advanced copies of these books. I have not been able to um recently for whatever reason. Not gonna disclose why, but uh hopefully someday soon we'll get those advanced paper copies. I don't but I don't do the audio. I don't do the audio. So interesting. It's coming I have out a hard tomorrow. I'm with an audio book too. Yeah. yeah. It's not my not my jam. Hello there, Star Wars friends. It's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and resident John Williams One Percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams One Percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you show off your elite status to those around you. Not only has John won countless awards accolades, Oscars, Grammys, etc. But the apple does not fall too far from the tree either. His son, Joseph Williams, is the lead singer of the Grammy Award winning band Toto. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. All right. We have one more big ground to cover on today's episode, and that is the last medium that Star Wars has released something new on, and that is, of course, Star Wars Squadrons. And this was, what was the code name for this? Maverick? It was codenamed Maverick. Project Maverick. Yeah, Project Maverick, which now makes sense. Um, holy smokes. This looks fun. This looks cool. I'm very excited to see what they have planned for this game. I do hope that it is an expansive game or like in a a large game in playability, not necessarily something that you like have five missions on the light side, five missions on the dark side. And there you go. It's a $40 game. I would love some downloadable content, maybe just keep growing it like the battlefront universe. Um, I just hope it's not like the old Rogue Squadron game for Nintendo 64, which was very small scale, very condensed to just a few planets this does look like it is pretty awesome though i will say i'm still confused i brought this up off off show that i don't agree with the trandoshan rebel pilot and i have my reasons don't don't at me i don't agree with it uh i think that's a ridiculous choice why why do you think that because they're offering full character customization and in the preview or in the gameplay trailer they show you like on the rebel side or on the new Re- rebel slash new Republic side, flipping through different species. Oh, I did see that. So I think you I can probably that. create your own Trandoshan. I don't know that the Trandoshan is necessarily a character in the story mode. Okay. Okay. That's, but I could be wrong, but that, that'd be a good way to explain why something that maybe you weren't used to is 
possible. Well, and, because and Chris for- believes that being a Trandoshan inherently makes you evil. <laughs> right, which right. Yes. I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. Their Very progressive opinion to have. <laughs> <laughs> I just always want a Trandoshan to be nasty and mean. I don't need them to be my Why friend. Why can't they be nasty and mean to the bad guys? They could, I guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's like an anti-hero type. To me, to me, and this is at no one is Chris if you don't like what I'm about to say. I put this on par with as ridiculous as the Ewok slicer from the the Jose Older last shot novel. I really think that as far as new canon, the Ewok slicer is probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen or read about. Second, followed by a Trandoshan rebel pilot. I know that's crazy, but... I really, but then I, wouldn't you have to throw Quill in there too? Because no. he's like the only Ugnot that's educated and speaking in basic, but that yet we every know other of, not that we know, that we know, talk? that we know of. Now they did well, say, well, like well, Chris, you're, you're, <laughs> you're cutting into your own argument there. Not what really. about all the Trandoshans we don't know right. about? What about all the Ewoks we don't know about? Right. There could be Ewoks on somewhere other there's than no Ewoks that are uh, educated no and more advanced. <laughs> there's no, I will, I will, I will die on argument. that hill. <laughs> I will die on the Ewok Slicer Hill. I will hear your Trandoshan arguments. I will hear your Ugnot arguments, but I will die on the Ewok Slicer Hill. That is the dumbest thing. <laughs> Too bad, buddy. It's canon. <sighs> Too bad. Yeah, you're right. Not so, my you Ewoks. Know I'm gonna go, you know what, guys? I'm going to get my therapy and go tweet at Matt Martin. So... Bye. Uh, anyway, don't no, that's our show, folks. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the Trans Ocean Rebel pilot, and I'm just I'm sticking to it. So clear, I can't wait till this game comes out and you play as the Trans Ocean pilot, and Chris <laughs> ends up loving the guy and flip flopping. I already know oh, I'm great. being the Trans Ocean pilot just for when we play. <laughs> just send me screenshots and shit. Oh, it's so funny. I will. Uh, I'm excited oh, I, about it. I am. I excited. think they said that they're going to have cross play too. So. We will finally so. all be able to play a game together. Too. That would be cool. That would be yeah. cool. That's what I was going to say. Do we all have to get like the same system to be able to play this? Or is PS4. it? PS4. I don't think an, Chris has used his PS4 in a long time. I haven't. No, I've told this story. I don't play online because I get my ass kicked hard. It's yeah, not worth it's me paying money. Not a lot of games. <laughs> not paying money to get beat up all day. Um, I, I did subscribe to PSN years ago with the original uh, PlayStation 4 Battlefront game, and I just got smoked all the time. I got sort of good. I got sort of good. And then Battlefront 2 came out, and I was like, oh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> also, I wasn't paying to play, so I wasn't getting any of the upgrades, and I was just getting killed left and right. So if they do have crossplay and we can, we can create our own room, I would be way more into that. I would pay money to do that. Play like if I know that I can play against my only, yeah, it's perfect because it's 5v5, it's 5v5, so it'd be that's sweet against another group of five. So we can find five Star Wars friends, five, five of our uh, five of our good listeners. That would be uh, or we set up a Twitch stream and we find another pod Star Wars podcast to compete against. I would like that. I'm I'm calling out Rebel Force Radio. I know I can beat those old geezers. You know, they'll they know what video games. Yeah, Jason, why don't we? I'm coming for you. Coming out on Atari. (laughs) Oh, now that one might cut. That one might cut. (laughs) Just hit him with that dab, baby. No, it was interesting though that they said it like it's full VR. It's some about the full VR capability, meaning you can 
like I don't even know like it is VR so thing yes so if you if you have PSVR if you have PSVR you can play it there I don't know what the Xbox equivalent is but PSVR yeah. I owned it one time the only game that I enjoyed playing on it was Fruit Ninja but um what would happen is if you if you put on the helmet right so if you've never done a VR headset at home you sit in a you have to sit in a chair and you have to give yourself three feet of space all around the chair. When you wear the helmet inside of an X-Wing cockpit like you can do in Battlefront uh, 1, there's the VR expansion. What happens is, although it's like literally the coolest thing you can do for a video game, it sends mixed signals to your body. So if you suffer from motion sickness at all, even in the slightest form, after two minutes in that headset, you are going to want to puke because your body is stable. So your hips, your your sternum, everything is stable in the chair, but your brain is sending, uh, or your eyeballs is sending to your brain like, oh my God, I'm literally in an X-wing flying through space right now doing like corkscrews and flips. And after your first mission, you are literally sick. I've, I had tons of friends try to play it, and the same thing happened every time. Um, I got it to play a game called Gran Turismo. I love racing games. And it would take me about 20 minutes to get sick on Gran Turismo, but about four minutes to get sick on the VR for, um, for Battlefront. So this is going to produce a lot of puke. And... Um, I don't want to see any of the Instagram videos. And they said there's only two view modes. There's a first person and then there was like the over the shoulder. There's no third person view in the game, I don't think. So like you that can't makes like sense. be behind your vehicle and watch it flying. You are literally in the cockpit one way or the other. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought, thought it was in, it in, in, in and behind. Okay, because I'm really only good from behind the, the vehicle. Like I'm like the cockpit's really hard. It's only good from behind, guys. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so you know, sometimes I say things and <laughs> interpret them how you will. But I will. Uh, I will say that. <laughs> um, I will say that I do find it easier to fly the ships from behind than than inside the cockpit. So what are what are you? To move along, what are y'all preferred modes to fly the uh, the spaceships in Star Wars games? So while Chris is talking about this, I just see we're playing and then we look over and there's one X-Wing that's just kind of flying straight and slow and not doing any corkscrews because Chris is trying to not throw up. Yeah, dude, that's totally me. My, my whole goal is to buy this game as soon as it comes out and play it a ton so I don't get murdered by... It. Doomers, <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, you um, still will, and then you're just going to be mad for spending all that time trying to learn how to play the game. I mean, Wars, just in, I'm, a, I'm for it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you. It looks pretty cool, and we did see Hera. Hera was in. Yes, that. um, and and, and that was sure. Ray Sloan. Yeah, yeah it was. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, exciting. You know, it was so difficult to put Hera in Rise of Skywalker. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, they can put her in a video it game. Not impossible, but they can't put her in the biggest star Wars right. movie of all time. So, Hey man, Twi'leks are really hard to put on the, you know, on the screen, you know, that that's why we haven't really ever seen them in star Wars, except for in animation and comics. You got two in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I, it was a joke, Chris. Hey, I'm just, I'm, I'm <laughs> taking it in like real. every movie. I'm taking this for real. They also yeah. mentioned her in, in a uh, rogue one. If you're not even going to put her on the screen, you can call Admiral Pindula. It was a uh, missed opportunities. Hashtag. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker mission opportunities, but she's Let's in squadrons. That, that uh, that 
that episode's still unreleased. That is. We don't want to give away too much of our uh, content that we've given away for the last uh, seven months. People, our people opinions on know this. what we think before the episode comes out. <laughs> if we keep talking about yeah. It. Yeah, so uh, Squadrons comes out when? It comes out in... October 2nd, two days before my birthday. There you go. Happy birthday. Love it. Josh suggesting someone buys him a video game for his birthday. (laughs) Oh, no, it'll be pre-ordered. I actually... The only reason I haven't pre-ordered it yet is because I was wanted to see what like different places had for pre-order bonuses. The price so. point is less than a normal game, though, right? It's a it's forty dollars. Yeah, I think yeah. There's going to be a season pass with expansions. Yeah, I'm into it. Okay, forty dollars. It that's the other thing that kind of made me nervous was it's not a full game price. So is it, are we going to get a full game? What's the DLC going to be like? I know that they said they're not doing a pay to play scheme like they did with battlefront two. So that's good. They learned mm-hmm. no microtransactions. Nope. <clears throat> yeah. It'll be like battlefront one where like you got the game and then they released the, the DLC. You could buy the season pass for like another 20 or $25 or $30 or whatever. And then you didn't have to pay each time they released new levels, and new characters. Yeah. I like that. got it all. I like that. I'm cool. Although with for that. battlefront they, two, they didn't do that. You just got it. If you bought the game. Right, but. right. Yeah, I bought the uh, the Sith Trooper Deluxe, whatever it was. When it, it wasn't Sith Trooper, it was some type of trooper pack that I got with with Battlefront Two, and it gave me a uh, purple lightsaber or something sweet like that. So um, that's about it. <laughs> so I think that was the only DLC, and it would cost me like 110 bucks. But this will be exciting. I'm excited. I want to learn more about the the game room feature where we can play against each other. I love the idea of going up against another podcast. So we know that there are other podcasts that listen to Star Wars Friends. So number one, thank you. Number two, it's on. Let's go. Yeah, Bring yeah. it. We're ready to thrown. go. <laughs> I can bring it on. Pizza yet. and Parsecs. Terrible at. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, uh, anything else y'all want to cover before we uh, we blow this thing and go home? It's it, it's felt good to be back. It I feels will, good to talk Star Wars. We talked toys for a long time, and I didn't contribute much. So, I will say, um, I did just buy the Ahsoka itty bitty from the season seven. I've tried to buy it like three or four other times, and it has not been in stock and not been available. Yeah. And it is available yeah. right now, so if you've been trying to get it, maybe worth a look. So I got that as a gift from from a friend, and uh, yeah, so now you can order it. There you go. I mean, who knows if it'll still be in stock by the time this episode releases, but uh, those itty-bitties are awesome. Those itty-bitties are so cool. I know GameStop is doing a special right now on the entire Rebels Black Series pre-order set to the new one. It's like $20 really? off or something hmm. like that. I, I also That's cool. bought that. So. That's cool. Now, I haven't pulled the trigger on that. I got the Zeb. I got the Ahsoka. I got the Mandalorian. And there was one other figure I bought from that that whole new Black Series wave. But that's good to hear that you bought all the repaints because I would love to hear how nice they are in the event that I want to I wanna get all those. So. That's good. That's good. Uh, all right. Well, you watched The Last Jedi. How was that? How was that, one, Kyle? <laughs> that Getting back is... into it. I guess I want to end on that. I want to end on some Last Jedi because we never give giving, The Last Jedi enough love. Platform. I, I love The Last Jedi. And if you catch me at the right time, I might say it's my second favorite uh, Star Wars movie. What is even in contention against that? Why is it? you? So well, are Empire's you, my favorite. Sure. 
Um, yeah. and you know, there's days when, uh, you know, I might, I might really like, uh, revenge of the Sith. Or that's, really okay. Like that's Oak what I was wondering. Or, I was wondering if it was revenge. So. Yeah. Okay. So are we doing a last Jedi watch party soon? Are we going to do be doing uh, day, a last Jedi recap? Anytime. Okay. I love that movie. Okay. I, uh, this will be the first time I say this on the Star Wars Friends show, but I'm coming around to the last Jedi. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> it feels Jedi weird to say awareness of the Jedi. I love it. Hey, there's no right or wrong side of Star Wars, man. Like we all have our like opinions, man. But, um, you know, but if it's opposite I'm not, of mine, it's less good. That's just, <laughs> just made into the Star Wars Friends show. I'm not trying to. I think that was a dude. I'm not trying to uh, create any dissension among the ranks. I, I am coming around to it though. I feel a little bit better about it and I'm down to, I'm down to watch it. I can assure you this though. I still will not enjoy the Canto bite scenes. I just won't. I just can't. Um, maybe in 10 years, but I, I just, I don't like BB-8 shooting the coins. I thought that that was the cheesiest That's thing. That's actually one of my least favorite parts of the whole movie. Too, <laughs> it's so, coins. it's like, so, they, these are your security guards that get taken down by an aggressive slot machine. They're, you, I mean, who, how did right. these guys pass the screening process? It's pretty um, bad. Canto bite was pr- not enough. Justin Thoreau, uh, D- we can go on and on. Let's save it for, let's save it for our next mythological podcast. The last Jedi recap episode. Which will come out in 111 weeks prior to uh, celebration in 112 weeks. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll throw we'll throw a celebration party next year. So there's a lot to dissect. I can't wait to get back in the saddle again. We've only this is an hour and a half episode, and I know that there's so much ground that we still haven't covered. But that is this is I think a good re-entry back into the Star Wars podcasting. World. Yeah, yeah so, it's good to talk to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. So, without further ado... And with that, we should be getting back to our weekly podcasts. We're going to take the live chats week by week, see if any of us are available to do it. And if we are, we'll do it. We'll turn on. We still got access and we still got the uh, the keys to the ship for StreamYard. So I have, I'm actually really looking forward to do a live chat. So hopefully we can announce one of those soon. I would really love to communicate with our friends that we've made through this podcast and want my shout out because we normally will do shout-outs at the end of the episode. My shout-out is to literally everyone that's reached out to me or the show over the last month. Uh, I'm very open on Twitter about my emotions and my mental state and all that, so I just appreciate everyone that's reached out, sent a DM. You're all awesome. You're all incredible, and I'm so happy that we've become friends. Whether we've met in person or not, I know that I was really looking forward to meeting a lot of you at Celebration. Who's to say that we won't meet at the next one? Let's, you know, let's see where this journey takes us on the show. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we're still doing this show in two years and we'll hit episode 150. But thank you to everyone that has reached out to me over the last two weeks. So I shout out all y'all. Any Anyone else want to shout anybody out while we... Uh we're here on um, this this outro. I wanna I wanna thank Candace for having me on Geeky Girl Gab. Awesome. Um, 
which is super awesome. We recorded it last night and that should be up soon. And I also wrote an article for her for her website. What's her website? Is it geekygirlgab.com? It is geekygirlgab.com. Fantastic. And you'll all get to hear Candace on our Rise of Skywalker recap show. Uh, She is fantastic and she's super good follow on Twitter, by the way. Yeah. I'm I'm just going to put it out there. It's a little cheesy, but I'm a big fan of it. It's from Bill and Ted. Be excellent to each other. Yes. Yes. Come on, man. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I love it. No, I love it. I love it. Josh, Kyle, you guys shouting anyone out this week? No, but if you send me something, I will. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any this week. All right. All right. So do yourself a favor. um, Stay educated. Stay informed. Stay on top of things. The world still goes on, and um, it's important that we respect each other. Be excellent to each other. Good call, Justin. Um, but Party please on, stay educated. Um, and and you know, if, if if someone's got something to tell you, listen to them. It, it, like you, you gotta, you just love one another. I know that sounds super crazy, but man, like take care of each other. It's a crazy world out there. Thankfully, we have Star Wars to kind of give us that break. But uh, this is a time to to love one another and don't forget it. Don't forget it. So, with that, I got one last. Hopefully, thing. yeah, Kyle, go ahead. Vote. It's your duty. As vote, American. baby. Doesn't matter who you vote for. I mean, vote for who I'm voting for, preferably. But vote. Go out and vote, everybody. Every single person, find a way to vote. Exactly. Exactly. That's my candidacy on this show. <laughs> You might get a couple votes. You might get a couple. You might get a couple. Uh, and, and good point, Kyle. Uh, I've donated to a couple vote by vote by mail organizations, which is going to be ultra critical in the year of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, vote by mail is very important. If you want resources on that, you can tweet at me at known as Chris. If you want resources on anything, if you want to challenge me on squadrons, eventually if I enroll in PSN in October, you can hit me up at known as Chris. Where can they find all of you at? I'm Josh, and you can hit me up on at Battle of Tanab on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Justin. I'm on Twitter at I am the Bendu. This is Kyle, and I am KB underscore Legend on all the social medias. And this is Maggie, and I am Maggie of the Town on Twitter. Fantastic. And we are the Star Wars Friends Show. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at SW Friends Show. You can find us at YouTube. You can sub. I, what do they say? Click the little bell so you get notifications. Is that what all the cool yeah, YouTubers say? Yeah, you're subscribing. Exactly what subscription. Awesome. Because they're like half my age and now I can feel cool. Uh, so with that, it's been a pleasure. I can't wait to uh, continue this journey and really looking forward to the future. So with that, we're going to end it as we always do. I I always say always before I'm about to say always. May the force be with you. Always. Most of the time. A lot of always. All right, y'all. Josh. (laughs) (laughs) We're back, baby. Hey, friends. Don't forget to subscribe to the Star Wars Friends podcast and leave an awesome review on whichever podcast app you're listening on. Catch up on past episodes, fun interviews, and more at StarWarsFriends.com. Connect with the Star Wars friends on social media at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the show at show at StarWarsFriends.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, may the Force be with you. Yeah.